woke up this morning, I did not expect to see Kirk Cameron trending number one on Twitter. But I discovered he has a new movie he's promoting about homeschooling. And in typical marketing fashion, did he stir the pot? He had some very harsh words for the public school system, and a lot of people did not like what he had to say. And something people don't know about my wife and I is that we've been homeschooling for the past six years. So on this video, I'll be reacting to the parts I agree with, some parts I disagree with, and some things that were just unnecessary and problematic. Bruce Lawn. So let's just first start with the critique of uh, homeschooling and his entire movement, and then we'll look at Kurt Cameron's reaction to it and some other things that I found rather problematic. Let's jump in. She says that fundamentalists and other religious conservatives have fought against public education since the U.S. Supreme Court's 1954 decision in Brown v. Board of Education. So, of course, the implication there is that homeschooling and anti-public education is actually racist. The prospect of integrated schools led to the creation of many segregation academies, private schools designed to keep African-American children and undesirable immigrant groups away from white children. Now, that is somewhat true, but that is. So the critique is homeschooling, private schooling historically has a nasty overlap with racism and segregationist. I think as Christians, we need to acknowledge that some of these things are true. She acknowledges it here. I appreciate Ali for doing that. And that there's some sketchy overlap with segregationists and modern day fundamental neo-evangelical movement. But I don't know if it's reflective of today's climate and culture. So let's keep watching what some of the critique is. It's not true of the majority, even close to the majority of private schools. There were private schools that were created to try to perpetuate some form of segregation. But here's also the irony is that public the public education system was actually created to indoctrinate and conform immigrant children to um, Americanism, to American patriotism, to try to make them more patriotic and more American, to try to conform them and make them more uniform. So is that partly true, just like the origins are partly true? Sure, that is probably partly true, but is that the only reason public schools were created? I think that's a stretch to say only reason we have public schools in America is to indoctrinate people because here comes some of the tension of why public school bad. And there is a strong contingency within certain evangelical circles that absolutely believes that it's it's totally, utterly evil. It, it can't be neutral and it's irredeemable. And she she kind of shows her hand here as well. And that was they also tried to make Catholic students less Catholic. There was a very strict ideology. So she's saying it's because they were trying to make people less Catholic. They were trying to make people less religious, strict ideology. Some of us would maybe uh, tie that to oh, Seth Godin's TED Talk talking about the Industrial Revolution and the need to create public education for that. There's other folks that would say it was a much more positive contribution to Western thought. And it's a wide spectrum of reasons, right? But either way, this is all origin fallacy, is it not? If she's saying, well, it's because they were indoctrinating and then folks on the left are saying, well, it was because of racism, private schools are because of... It's, it's, it's all origin fallacy. What is the state of modern private uh, homeschool Christian school today? Okay, so let's keep watching. Conformed ideology that public school was trying to ensure it's um it's students adhered to so it's always been about indoctrination and conformity to 
some degree. Okay, to some degree. Thank you, Allie. It's always been about indoctrination to some degree. I like that she's adding these caveats. That's very helpful. And so it's interesting that she is now advocating for public school as apparently like the anti-racist, pro-immigrant institution. Yeah, that's a hogwash. I agree. Kind of a weird, bizarre parallel to say public school is this. Now let's listen to what got Kirk Cameron in trouble today, and then I'll share my thoughts as a Christian homeschooling dad. We've been homeschooling for six years, as we said in the intro of this video, where my mind changed about homeschooling and where I think he's in error, though I would agree with him to an extent. So listen to, to what he says in terms of this. What was your response? What, what, what were your thoughts when you first read that article? By the way, it's as crazy as trying to tie it in with exclusive indoctrination. It's origin fallacy. It's the same fallacy that, that, that that's used on both sides. So we have to kind of be there a little fair with how we're saying that's crazy, but to tie it into uh, the origins of racism isn't crazy. No, it's, it's equally a, sh a stretch today. Number one, it made me think, uh, wow, we must be right over the target. Right. Uh, when, when you begin to speak of the sacred cow, uh, that is just um, something that some want to protect at all costs, um, y you know that you're over the target when people start shrieking and howling. Um, I also laugh. So he thinks he's onto something because they're criticizing for some of the statements he's made. Maybe. Laughed at some of the connections and the yes. dots that were, that, were <laughs> that were connected. Somehow this is about racism. It's amazing how you can make everything about racism when you want to. Right. Uh, but the idea that millions of, of American parents who love God, who love this country, are somehow anti-education because they're calling out the immoral nonsense that uh, is being pumped through uh, much of the public edu education system is like saying that uh, we're anti-human because we hate cancer. Fair point, right? Pointing out some things in a public education. Again, I'll tell you guys why I changed my mind on homeschooling and where I agree with him and where I disagree with him in a moment. Um, that, that, that's just silly. Uh, people who are rotting the minds and the souls of American children uh, are not actually educating them. They're actually uh, grooming them Here's where I disagree with him on, and I'll tell you why right after this commercial break. Hey, this video is brought to you today by our very own Bless God Shop. The name Bless God is inspired by Luke chapter 2, verse 28, where Simeon encounters a baby Jesus in a temple and proceeds to, quote, bless God. The apparel is intended as a daily reminder to live our life in a way that brings honor and blessing to God. Check out the link to the shop in the description or in the pinned comment below and pick up some of the most sustainable and high-quality apparel out there. If you're finding this video valuable, make sure to smash that like button one time for the YouTube algorithm. It really does help a lot. Make sure you subscribe with the bell notification on all that good stuff. Let's get back to uh, our buddy Kirk Cameron here. So here's what he goes on to say. Rotting the minds and the souls of American children uh, are not actually educating them. They're actually uh, grooming them uh, more towards sexual chaos and the progressive left than they are really teaching them about the world and how it works there's a couple issues here one he says hey anyone that's going to say that homeschooling is racist ah, that's a stretch that's a stretch right 
they're paranoid. I don't know what they're talking about. Okay, and I would I would agree with him there. Okay, the issue is he then turns around and uses a very polarizing and hyperbolic statement that I think is equally as paranoid in saying that public school systems are grooming children. Now, here's the thing that's it, that's important to note. When you start pointing to the fringes as the medium or the mass of a conversation, meaning these people over here on the fringes, they make up the entire sum. I think that is very disingenuous. I've pointed out some of the lunacy we've seen in terms of, yes, things that come off grooming. Yes, stuff that's happened in California, that there's a lawsuit right now of a mother because of some stuff that's happened with an equality club. We've addressed these things on the issue, but we have to stop and acknowledge that this comes off equally as paranoid and dare I say equally as much of a desire to be a victim in a scenario like this than what the other side is being accused of. Again, homeschool dad. I'm going to tell you when my mind changed about homeschool and why we do homeschool in a second. But just follow me along here for a second. When we think of an issue like, I don't know, police brutality, we would say, hey, there is some bad apples and those bad apples, uh, you know, make up the bad perception of all police officers, but most police officers are good. Maybe there's systemic issues there, but generally speaking, right, this this would be how someone would describe police brutality, right? And then you would look at the math and you say, well, it's kind of exaggerated. Who knows how much of that is actually, right? I'm, I'm, I'm creating the response from the right in terms of some of the critique of systemic racism in police departments. Okay, whatever that means, that word systemic, right? So you would look at the bad apples, and you would say, we need to address what? The bad apples. We need to address what? That the bad apples are held accountable. We need to make sure that what? That there are systems to protect people when the bad apples misbehave. Okay, that is what reasonable policy is with regards to how people have wanted to talk about the how silly to defund the police movement was, right? So that is... A sensible conversation on that. But whenever it comes to public schools or whenever it comes to an issue that I guess folks, I mean, on the left would deem valuable, we take the most fringe, worst bad apples and we say, see, they make up the entire sum of this entire institution when we want to look at the facts and let the facts come out with regards to the bad apples in this system of government, while this system of government, we just lump it all together. It's not consistent and it's not cohesive. I think we have to look at the bad apples and call out the bad apples and say, hey, these teachers are doing some wonky stuff, okay? Now, are there districts that have bad curriculum? Yes, let's address those districts. Let's talk about the bill that was passed that they try to reframe it and make it say something don't say blank which that's not what it said we have to address those things so i think here the, the, the tension here is that we can't walk around and say these people are being victims they're just making up stuff the math doesn't reflect it and then on the other end of the spectrum say well they just want to indoctrinate our kids and progressive ideology and teach them and groom them and and make them sexual deviants like fam you gotta have just scales with these things if an institution can be corrupt we have to acknowledge that it can be corrupt across the board, regardless on our personal bias. So again, I'm saying all of this, I'm saying all of this as a parent who chose to homeschool his children. 
We cannot have a victim mentality as Christians. We cannot go out there looking for things to be persecuted about. That is not helpful, nor is that healthy. So I'm with Kirk in that, yes, people should be allowed to homeschool their kids. I'll tell you in a second why my mind changed about that. However, if you know that the critique is a silly critique, why would you then add fuel to the fire and say things hyperbolic statements like grooming hyperbolic right like these are some serious things that he's saying in this and i don't think even though my kids are not in public schools i don't think this is reflective of all teachers everywhere all public teachers everywhere are teaching this agenda that we disagree with and therefore they're going to (laughs) try to trick your kids into being something that they're not listen are there bad teachers yes just go to the libs of tiktok and see the insanity that happens with certain teachers does this make up the sum of all of the teachers no no and as christians we have to try and be more shrewd over how we communicate these things. We have to be more shrewd in terms of how we navigate these things and how we have these conversations. So me and my family homeschool. Why? Why do we homeschool? This is what happened that made me change my mind. I grew up in public school. I was saved in high school and I believe that, man, I was a freaking missionary on my high school campus once I got saved. Sharing my faith, having Bible studies, inviting people. At one point, we had 100 kids coming to a Thursday night Bible study that I started at a local church I was going to. So I saw that. And then as I grew older, I was like, oh, I don't want my kids to be private school, Christian school, blah, blah, blah. I just, I didn't see the value because my experience was a lot of these kids that were coming out were kind of weird, dude. You know, they live their life like they were in a bubble. They didn't really have the best social skills. And then something happened. I met two friends that I have till this day that are younger and they were brought up in homeschool slash charter school slash private school. Specifically, our full-time team member here, Zach Sporazzo. Those of you guys that keep up with what we do on Patreon, stuff like that, you would know Zach Sparazzo is. He's amazing, right? Partly homeschool, partly charter school, partly Christian school, and an artist friend of mine that's brilliant, if you guys don't know who John Keith is, spent the majority of his time being homeschooled, and I saw the way they grew up. I saw the advantage they had in terms of them getting an earlier start on their actual craft and what they were passionate about, and by the time they were 19, 20, 21 years old, they were extremely proficient because being homeschooled gave them the flexibility to develop their craft and the things they're passionate about. So Zach's 23 with me. He's crushing what we're doing here, like really at an elite level with his craft. You guys see the intros. You guys see the branding. A lot of that Zach Sporazzo. We have a new newsletter now, right? And you see John Keith. Just Google John Keith. He's an incredible artist. He's 23, 24. Both newlyweds, both crushing it financially, both crushing it as disciples of Jesus, homeschooled, they single-handedly really changed my mind about the whole idea of homeschool because what John Keith would do, who was smarter, he would then show up on Monday, get his packet of work for the week, and then knock it out Monday, and he would be on it to get it all out of the way, and then the rest of the week, this is like high school time, he was taking drum lessons, piano lessons, he was doing dance classes, he was experimenting recording, he was volunteering, he was growing at a rapid rate. And so we homeschool our kids, uh, and it's awesome, right? My son Levi is seven, and on every standardized metric measurement test you could possibly test him on, he's crushing it, head over shoulders, 
like really smart. Why? Because my wife has the grace and the gifting that she was a substitute teacher at a Christian school. And she has that grace and gifting and ability to stay home and to really train my son up. And he's very smart. He's very advanced. And that is awesome, right? And he's going to get an advantage in terms of, yes, he's taking piano lessons. He just wrote his first piano song completely on his own, both hands, right? Like complex chords. I walk in and be like, what are you playing? Let's make a beat out of that, right? So it gives our kids an advantage. However, I think we have to be careful in prescribing homeschooling as a one-size-fits-all. I'm not saying that's what he's doing, but I think we have to be careful in that. But on a macro level, I would agree. I would agree. I would say Christians, if this stuff matters to you. If you want your kids to have an edge, an advantage, if this stuff is something that you're passionate about, man, build your life by the grace of God in a way where you can decrease your overhead, get out of debt, save up an emergency fund, build your life in a way where you don't need a bunch of expensive stuff. One person could be the breadwinner. The other person could stay home and homeschool the kids. And I step in and homeschool. Sometimes my wife will go to the gym on Fridays, get an hour in there, hour in there, right? So I think what he's saying on a macro level is good. Yes, we should have the right to homeschool. Yes, it is oftentimes better, especially for kids with different learning styles. Yes, it creates a ton of flexibility. Next Tuesday, me and my son are going on a guy's trip, our first guy's trip. We're going to be in South Florida for a couple days, just me and him, right? Why? Because we have the flexibility in our schedule to do that, right? We went to Great Wolf Lodge a couple weeks ago. So it creates a different type of lifestyle where they could go travel, experience things, and if I'm honest, this does come from a place of being very fortunate, but it also comes from a place of being very diligent. So in a macro sense, man, I'm 100% for homeschooling. In the minutia of the details of how we communicate these things, I think we got to be very shrewd and we got to be very careful and we don't need to play into the Christian victim mentality and we need to be smart in how we communicate these things. And I don't know if he just flippantly said this because that's how he really feels or if he was intentionally trying to get headlines because he knew that this would promote his new film. And guess what? That's what he's doing. So guys, if you want to hear about a story where Hollywood, of all places, actually went to defend the faith of Chris Pratt, be sure to click over here and check out that video. It may blow your mind. I'll see you over there. Peace.